Hey everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey post game. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. Well, that was fun, wasn't it? Oh, a little bit of a little bit of grit out there. A couple breakaway goals. I mean, who to thunk? You get good goaltending, you win the game. That's that's been this. Uh, it's it's been the biggest issue for this team through everything. Um, you know, all the problems we have with the coach, all the co- problems we have with certain players on the team. Uh, guys perform, other guys don't, but shit, man, when they get goaltending, they win. And we got a real good effort out of Anthony Stolarz tonight. I want to look up his, uh, final line. Cause I guess, you know, but it, it just huge save real big ones. It, this game could not have started worse. Um, Provorov with the bad pinch, uh, you know, you pens come down on a two on one Crosby scores how quick into the game. And, uh, you're thinking, all right, here we go. It's kind of the same, kind of the same thing we've been dealing with here. Yeah, 39 seconds in, Crosby gets that first one. But to everyone's credit, they kept their composure. Uh, Wayne Simmons takes on Alexiak, and geez, I, I, Wayne Simmons is a tough guy. <laughs> Alexiak is freaking gigantic, uh, and uh, to, hey, he hung in there. He he did his best. I. That's like the most decisive loss I've ever seen Wayne Simmons take in a fight. I can't remember. And like he held his own. He didn't get killed. He got, he rallied when it looked like he was in a bad way. Uh, he rallied, but um, yeah, Alexiak is a big, strong dude. Jesus. But Hey man, if that's what it takes to inspire the team, Wayne Simmons, that's, that's what, you know, you get out of him. He'll do whatever it takes and great effort out of him tonight. I would say this is one of his better games. Uh, didn't score, but he just seemed after that fight to kind of be a little more engaged uh, just really seemed in it, uh, looked like his old self a little bit out there. So hopefully that gets him going. Not the biggest fan of that line he's on right now, but we'll talk about that a little later. But yeah, just good effort out of the guys tonight. They got sloppy at points, um, but they they kept in it the whole way. And of course, like, you know, Stolarz, man, that's that's what it's all about. What did he end up? Uh, Stolarz, 30 saves on 32 shots for a 938, played all 60 minutes. So yeah, I mean, good team win tonight. They did what they had to do. I really liked Travis Konechny's interview uh, before the third period because the second ended with kind of a scuffle. And this was one of the Flyers' more physical games this year. Just they seemed more willing to 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 get into battle, to just uh, throw the body and you know take a hit to make a play. They just seemed ready to go uh, from the start. And after, uh, going into the third period, Travis Konechny said, "Whenever we play this team." Um, they just have this swagger, like they have this thing over us, and it's not going to happen anymore. And they very much proved that tonight. Uh, listen, the Penguins are good. They're not playing well right now overall. They're just, I mean, Crosby single-handedly brought them back against uh, Colorado the other night, but it wasn't enough. He had that natural hat trick in like four minutes or something. Um, but they're just not winning right now. They don't look like themselves. If I was the Penguins, I would only play – I would treat the regular season like it's the NBA regular season, just make sure I get into the playoffs at the end uh, because they know what it's all about. But they're not winning right now, and the Flyers went into their building, and they beat them, and that's what it takes, man. Uh, Really pleased with the effort, really happy with the game I watched tonight. Let's get to your comments. Dutch Gretzky strikes again. Is he two for two on breakaways this year? He had that one game winner against – I want to say it might have been Florida. I don't remember, but he was he uh, got that breakaway and popped it, and uh, yeah, and then he got the one today, went five holes. So he might be two for two on breakaways this year. I got to man, you guys all know I trashed the least for two years, but I got to give it to the guy. He's playing some hockey right now. Uh, he's down in the lineup again, which is where I want him. I didn't want him on you know the second or third line. That's ludicrous. Uh, but on that fourth line, I I like it. I'm you know Dutch Gretzky. Yep. Love when we beat Crosby, same. Uh, with optimism in check, Stolarz proves he deserves to be here. Yeah, he at least proves, you know, he gets he should he should get another day, you know. You got Neuvert backing him up, and that dude can't sneeze without breaking three ribs. So uh, you, you can't be too confident in him. Uh, they're off till Thursday now, so we'll see what kind of see what kind of further shakeups happen, if any, you know. Uh, this is a team kind of in flux right now. They don't have a GM yet. I think Bill Zito interviewed today uh they already got the chuck fletcher interview in so we'll see what happens with that but uh we'll see what happens between now and thursday i guess it's gonna be it's an interesting time uh i I, but i've been here before i don't want to say okay this is the one to build on 
uh, because I've been here like three times already this year and going, okay, from here, let's go. Let's judge the team from this one, and then they shit the bed the very next game. Uh, so I'm optimistic. I'm happy with this one. I think this is the one you can build on because it's freaking Pittsburgh. And the way I go back to that Connecting interview with Taron Hatcher, it was just uh, – uh, he, he was he – was, I mean, he wasn't like speaking an, like in an animated way or anything, but you can tell that Pittsburgh – they take the Pittsburgh games more seriously, uh, or they took this one at least. Uh, they, it, it seemed like they had, they did not want to lose to Pittsburgh again. Like it's just this thing that's been eating away at them. And I'm very happy about that after the way the season ended against the pens. Um, you know, I'm, I'm glad that that's been bothering them this whole time. Love stole ours. The, <laughs> what do the fly purpley guys call them? Uh, stole tender, the goaltender and all those. All, yes. Yeah, stole ours, the goal all that stuff. Uh, Stolars look great and should get the start Thursday. Yeah, he should absolutely. You you gotta man. The I mean, it's how many options do you really even have at this point? Um, but yeah, Stolars needs to stay in there until uh, you know, until further notice. Basically, it's you're the goalie until uh, we either go get a really good number one or you you lose the job. Like that's you're the goalie until X. You know that's. Weiss and Gudis are playing well this season compared to the last two years. I mean, Gudis has been good overall as a flyer. Uh, the second half of last season when he um, he was dreadful uh, and uh, bad in the playoffs. But Gudis is a good player. That said, tonight was one of the most effective games I've seen him play as a flyer. And I'm a fan of his. And tonight he was uh, he was excellent. Fights equal energy equals goals equals wins. Um I'm not going to say it, but somebody else would talk about causation and everything. But you know, I love the fight, so I think that was a, I think that was a perfect fight for Wayne Simmons. He picked the right guy. He picked the right time. Uh, I joked that it was almost like a, it was like a Laviolette timeout. Instead of calling timeout and firing up the troops, it was i uh, I'm just going to take this into my own hands. It's uh, Wayne for coach. I uh, loved seeing the Pens get frustrated like they used to back in 2012. Yeah, like Chris Letang arguing those calls. Like they weren't the most blatant freaking call. I know he normally gets away with stuff, and that's what he's arguing. It's like, you let me do this usually. It's like, yes, but you're not supposed to be able to trip people. Uh, complete game. Yeah, absolutely. Gudis was great tonight. I agree, Michael. Um, keep telling fools this is a good hockey team. I think Hextall put it put it well in his press conference. Uh, when did he speak? Friday. Um, this is a good hockey team on paper. I like the roster. It could be better. There are different ways to make it better, whether it be utilization or bringing in a guy, calling some people up. But I, I think it's a good roster on paper. But to be a, considered a good hockey team, you got to go out and do it. And they haven't been. So anyone who hasn't, who said, no, they're not good, well, they have stunk most of the year, so I can't argue that either. But I do believe that this roster is capable of winning a lot more games than they have. And I hope that this is the jumping off point to prove that. Um, you know, it, it was right around this time last year. They broke the 10-game losing streak. And, you know, they had – I think they were the fifth – they had the fifth best record from, from I think, December 4th on last year. So, um, you know, it's – Maybe this is just who they are. If they could just get better results in the first two months of the damn season, they would win the division every freaking year. Why aren't there 300-plus people here for games we win? You know how it goes. Well, I mean, I mean, there's like close to 200, and you know how it goes, man. It's Saturday night. People are out. Um, but we're here. It doesn't matter. Not about the size of the crowd, you know. It's about putting on the best show possible. That's what I'm here to do. Uh, loving that Joe. Oh, somebody, yeah, I love, he needs cooler merch, man. Joe is so cool. He doesn't have cool merch. This is like one of his few cool shirts. Uh, Ghost didn't have a good game. He, he and Provorov, um, Provorov, I felt got better a little defensively as, uh, as the game went on. Um, I mean, that pinch was just illogical, uh, to start the game, but both of them were not good tonight. Uh, Ghost was, I've thought Ghost has played better than his results a lot of this season, but not tonight. Um, tonight he was dreadful. 
someone needs to bury Kessel for next game for trying to hurt Stoli. Oh, I agree. That's that that can't stand. And you're not in position. If the I, it's ludicrous that the referee isn't going to call that freaking uh, goalie interference. It like uh, he's in the. I, I I'm done trying to figure out because referees are. It, it's not even just anti flyers because they miss some stuff on the flyers too. It, referees, re, the officiating in this league is just awful. I've stuck up for it for years, uh, just because the game's really fast out there, and you you, you don't want to decide the game when you're an official. But at the end of the day, you're not deciding the game. It's the players on the ice who are doing the things that you're calling. Like they could just not make you know illegal plays and stuff. So um, it's it, it, I get that it's a fast game, and I get that you kind of want to let the guys play, especially at the end. But man, the officiating's got to be at an all time low at this point. Stoli looked promising two years ago. Don't forget, he didn't play. Uh, yeah, no, I don't forget. That's why I didn't trust him to start the year. Listen, I've wanted to see Stolars for, yeah, like two years now. Um, I'm, I'm really hoping that this is it for him, that this is his big opportunity and he can hold it down because, God damn, do we need it. Like, it, for no other reason than, like, uh, pure odds say they have to find a goalie eventually, right? Like, this is starter number five already. It's December 1st. Starter number five. I'm like Booker T going like. <laughs> Provy and Ghost looked a little bewildered. Yeah, like I would think against a team like the Penguins that those two would be your standouts, like match fire with fire. But it really was the, uh, it really was the, as as Dave Haxtell would say, the snot and balls guys tonight. Bill. Bill, tonight's okay. Tonight's game was different. It was a complete game. Even when Pitt pushed back, the Flyers were on their toes, ready to skate. Great game. Yeah, no, the um, the preparation was right. The mindset was right. I, I, I couldn't – they were a little sloppy, but that happens in these games. Like, that's what a Flyers-Pens game is. You, it's just going to get a little sloppy out there um, because it's an emotional game. You're not just doing your thing. You're, it's a lot, especially there. You know, their crowd's going nuts every time. Uh, anything happens at all, it's going to get a little sloppy. Um, but the effort and everything you needed to win was there. And uh, that hasn't been the case all year. I really hope that this is the boom, jumping off point. Let's go, boys. Hexy being so patient with Stoli. Great to see him play well. Yeah, no, he's uh, – I'm happy for the kid because, man, a couple of knee injuries and the way things have gone for him over the last two years – um, I'm real happy for the kid. Stoli the goalie looked fantastic. Everyone's all about it. If I ever see Lion again in a Flyers jersey, I'll be pissed. I'm going to be honest with you, Matt. You're probably going to be pissed at some point because they only got so many guys, and the guys they do have are injured. Oh, I forgot. I'm supposed to hang up a note right in front of me because I have, like, notes of things I'm supposed to remember right here. Um to always switch out to squeaky chair uh, before I start the lives. And I totally forgot again. And I'm sorry, guys. I have the squeaky chair. Uh, Okay. Stoli stopping that breakaway that would have been a shorty for the Pens was probably my favorite save, not because it was his best tonight, but just because of how terrible a record is on that this year. Yeah, the – man, shorthanded goals have killed this team for a few years now. Uh, The goalie's not making those – all right, you – you know, you failed in front of me, but I'm going to bail you out kind of saves um, have been an issue as well. And that's what he did tonight because the defense wasn't tight uh, in a lot of um, in a lot of instances. And it's like I want to say that like I'm blaming the defense as if most defenses don't look tight against Pittsburgh. That's what happens They're For all their issues this year, they still have a ton of talent, a ton of offensive firepower. Weiss has been shockingly good this season. Gudis has been tremendous as well. I agree, Matt. Uh, Stoli played well, but that first goal was savable. He was way too far over and could have made that save with better position. Oh, there were um, – it's not like he was – It's. I'm not trying to overblow it. He made – but what matters to me is he made the big saves and momentum saves, saves that kept his team's head up. And that's something that – um that's something that's really hurt this team because they have been fragile at different points. And it's always, it's kind of always been, that's when they let things snowball and yeah, no, they definitely, I think he could have saved both honestly. Um, but 
you know, I'm not, I mean, no, the, yeah, he could have saved the second one. Weiss's first shorty, nice. Provy's game is a mess, same with Ghost tonight, I don't get it. They're just playing, they're just not playing well, it happens, that's, that's, I, I'm not going to blame an injury, I'm not going to blame anything, because they're out there, I'm just going to say they're playing poorly, they'll get it together, because they're good players, and that's, sometimes good players aren't playing well, just something that happens. So I was stuck with the Penn's broadcast, and they blamed Stoley and Provy for Kessel trucking Stolars. Of course they did. Yeah, they blamed Stoley for trying to make a save. How dare he? Bill, on Chippins, are they just letting D interfere again? You know, I've been thinking that all year. Um, they are allowing the... Um, the like obstruction on chip-ins, absolutely. It's way more prominent this year. They're total. I don't know if there's a mandate, but they're letting it happen. It's happening everywhere, which is really part of the another reason I get so frustrated when I watch the Flyers D all back in on entries. Like, step up if they try to chip it around you. You're allowed to knock them down this year. Like, I yeah, no, that's a good observation. I've it's it's happened a ton. Um, yeah, one hundred percent. Boston losing at home, watching the weasel, Marshan yelling at the brusque, priceless, nice. Uh, Ghost okay on power play, but his D was awful. Yeah, he just didn't, he wasn't, they had some trouble in their end tonight. Happy with the win, but JVR seems invisible. When is he going to get going? I mean, I think he seemed pretty good when he first came back, um, he needs a center, man. That's just that's just uh I think that's the issue right now. He just Nolan Patrick has four assists this year. You know who else has four assists this year? Andrew McDonald. You know, I, I think JVR just needs a center. Do you attribute anything from this W to the coaching and front office shakeup, or is this just because we're playing at our second home ice in PPG? Uh I think Kind of, it's kind of a wake-up I, – I attribute this win to they just came out – they really wanted to beat the Penguins. That was very apparent from uh, the little bit I've heard um, the, the guys say. But it is a wake-up call when your GM gets fired. Uh, I thought they played well against Ottawa, and then in the last 10 minutes just, I don't know, uh, closed their eyes or something. I don't know what happened. Uh, it was just freaking embarrassing. But I thought they played well in that game. Um, you know – I will give the coaching uh, the credit that this that they were ready to go tonight, and that's not always the case. They had the right mindset. They weren't fragile. Um, and, you know, I, I when they are, I tend to blame the coach, uh, at least partially. So, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give them credit for the fact that they didn't screw up tonight, I guess. Um, I credit Gudis for turning the game around by locking down Sydney. Yeah, um, yeah, that, it, it was the type of effort you needed out of him. Um, you're always going to get the bench going when you put a hit on their on their best player, uh, and he was just kind of on a mission to make sure he had a body on him uh, for most of his shifts today. Keith Jones praising Hack, saying he deserves an opportunity to show the new GM. I don't think it's crazy for a new general manager to want to evaluate everything you have, including the coach. Um, I don't. I say it all the time. I don't want Dave Hackstall to be the coach, and I seriously doubt he'll be the coach when next year starts. But with a new general manager coming into this situation – just like he's not going to trade Wayne Simmons or whatever on day one. You know, he's not going to trade Travis Sanheim on day one. He's not going to fire the coach on day one, I wouldn't think. Um, he's going to evaluate everything in the organization and uh, go from there. I don't think it's um, – I don't think it's, like, preposterous that he gets the opportunity with a new general manager, even though, personally, I don't want him to be the coach. But they played well tonight. Gudis Rock tonight, about time. Stolar's got a shot. Yeah, I agree. It's I'm, I'm glad he's getting his shot now. Watching Gudis handle Crosby was a treat. 
Uh, Raffle is trash. He and Laterra are horrible. I mean, they're they're. I, I don't. It doesn't make sense to me that uh, Laterra is in the lineup at all. They just don't think Jordan Wheel can play fourth line, which is I don't know. I'd rather have a more talented guy in there, but that's me. I'm not the coach. Um, Raffle is what he is. He's a good role player. That's all. He's a good role player. It's not his fault they don't have anyone better. If they were to get somebody better, that'd be awesome. But he's a good role player. I can see next season Stoli number one and Hart number two. I can't. I can't see Hart being up here until he's really good in the AHL, and he hasn't been yet. Played the passing lanes well tonight. Great team defensive effort. Yeah, they got sloppy at times, but Pittsburgh is a great puck moving team, and I thought they did a pretty good job of. Um, Stifling them, especially after the first period. Squeaky chair equals win. Now the squeaky chair must stay. If you say so, Sam. If Hexy had been willing to give Stasny the third year of term, he'd still be our GM. It kills me. Maybe. Anthony Star Lars. I like it, kind of. Eh. Who would think that Weiss had the game winner and shorthanded? I, you could have made a lot of money on that prop bet. Shocked that the refs didn't call a penalty in the last two minutes against the Flyers. You and me both, Beth. Uh, I was positive, you know, another uh, another penalty was coming. But, hey, why not? Uh, Stoli looked good. I felt better watching him tonight than I ever did with Pickard. Uh, I'd get a heart attack whenever the puck got close to him. Yeah, no, it's uh, – can't complain. He's got some things to clean up. Uh, but I, you know, that's maybe our best, one of our best goaltending efforts this season. Can't complain at all about, uh, what I saw out of the goaltender tonight. This team's, this team's performance is directly proportionate to Dale Weiss's performance. This is alarming and confusing. Oh God. As, as Dale goes, so go the Flyers. Is that what we're talking about? JVR coming back has been Umberger-like. Guys, no. It's not even, no. It's a shame Stolarz was hurt last year. He's definitely showing his potential now. Uh, yeah. I like to change up in lines, but want to see Wheel back and Laterra in the press box. I don't love, man, Nolan Patrick has to get going. That's the issue right now, I think. Uh, this team has one line. Uh, in terms of being able to, you know, being able to contribute offensively. Uh, for a team that's supposed to have depth, uh, the centers aren't producing. Um, Nolan Patrick, again, four assists on the year. That's how many Andrew McDonald has. I gotta, He's got to be better. He's supposed to be the 2C. Uh, you know, Scott Lawton is, you know, in a perfect world of 4C. He's your 3C now. You have Laterra in the lineup, Wheel in the press box. Uh, the centers have to play better. That's all there is to it. If you would have told me Dale Weiss would score the game-winning goal shorthanded, I would have said lay off the drugs. Hey, man, not all drugs are bad. <laughs> the refs let a lot slide tonight. Malkin could have been called for something every time he touched the ice in the third period. And I'm fine with letting guys play. I, I have no problem if you're going to let both sides play. I have no problem with it. Simmons put a team on his shoulder, fighting bigger man. Team responded to physical play. They played with a chip on their shoulder. Team effort. Yeah, no, that was one of those situations where you can go. Um, uh, that was good leadership. That was on ice, lead by example type of stuff there. AMAC equals offensive force. He had the three helpers tonight, guys. When Haig and Gudis are the best defensemen, they're going to be tough nights ahead. Yeah, I mean, but I just can't believe that Ghost and Provorov are going to have 82-game slumps. I just can't believe that. I thought Lawton had a strong game. I, I didn't think Lawton had a bad game. I liked him on the penalty kill. Um, but if you're going to be playing up in the lineup, I'm going to see in the offensive zone a little more. So, you know, that's all. I I like Lawton. I like that he's another guy getting a shot this year. I, I, I hope he, he proves himself to be a good 3C. But they just need more offensively out of their centers right now. Gudis hits on Sid were the highlights of the game for me. Love that he dirty gloved him when he was on the ice. That was great. Nothing better than that. Nothing smells worse than a hockey glove. 
Amac the Goat had three assists. He will be Flyers GM in 2034. He might be Flyers GM in 2018. You never know. So Amac tripled his trade value with his three assists, right? Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, hope the second line is temporary because it looks like garbage. Yeah, I didn't understand it when I saw that they put it together. Um, I think you just need to go back to the Lindblom, Patrick, and Voracek line and hope they get it going. Uh, if you want to keep JVR on that left wing, even though they didn't look good together in preseason, I wouldn't hate it. Um, but, man, Patrick and Simmons especially looked like they had no chemistry. It was like they were running into each other out there. One would break left. The other would just, like, be in it, – it, it looked ugly. Hey, Bill, with Murphy fired, do they name a D coach this week? Uh, there have been rumors of different uh, coaching shakeups, just in like in, internal shakeups, uh, bring, bringing up Scott Gordon and stuff. I think Dave Isaac wrote an article about it yesterday or today. Uh, but they haven't yet. And, I mean, they have two other assistant coaches. So I, I don't know if they make a hire, if they bring up uh, Scott Gordon and send Knobloch down. I don't know what the uh, – I don't know. I, they got. I think they're going to hire a GM before they hire a, uh, you know, a third bench coach. Say what you want about Stoli, but at least he makes the odd save. Yeah, no, he was. He made momentum saves tonight. He was very good. Any word on Nylander? Yeah, he signed. Six years, $6.9 million. Very nice. Um, I wish Pronger were willing to get behind the bench. He's impressed me every time I've heard him on Satellite NHL. Yes, I don't think guys would really enjoy. I don't. I think he's a guy who'd wear on you a lot faster than even, you know, a uh, like a LaViolette or a Hitchcock or whatever. I, I, I don't think that would be a... Uh, I don't think that would be a successful situation. AMAC had uh, 20 minutes TOI tonight. What was the TOI distribution? Where are your flyers? Uh, let's see here. Gouda 16, Sanheim 11. Wow. Haig 20, Provorov 26, AMAC 2002. And only 28 seconds shorthanded for Andrew McDonald. That is interesting. Um, I, the Penguins only had the one power play, I guess. So it's not that crazy. But where where'd they go? Uh, yeah, minute 32 for Haig, a minute 41 for Provorov. Sanheim, 19 seconds shorthanded. And McDonald, 28 seconds shorthanded. So it was basically just uh, Haig and Provorov for the whole only penalty. Uh, yeah, I mean, when... Yeah, when your sixth defenseman only plays 11 minutes and his partner plays 16 and none on special teams, you know, all four of your other guys are going to play 20, and that's what we have here. Ghost, uh, McDonald, and Haig are all in the 20s and Provorov at 26, so. Hey, Bill, what do you think Giroux said after he scored and pointed to the net? Probably let's fucking go, because that's all he ever says. Let's fucking go, eh? That's, that's Claude Giroux. Hey, Bill, glad to see a roasted penguin for once after losing for so long. Also, Kelly should be happy. She got her prediction right 4-2. Way to go, Kelly. Good prediction. Is Haxtell's contract up at the end of this season? Um, the Flyers are tight-lipped about uh, coach contracts, but it was a five-year deal from everything I've heard. Uh, so he's got one more after this one. Bill, thoughts on Dave Isaac's article on bringing up Gordon to do special teams and uh, Bach and Lappy coach the Phantoms. Uh, yeah, I would have no, I would have no pro, uh, I would have no problem with it. Um, Knobloch, I guess, is what you're saying here. Yeah, no, I would have no problem with that. I would. That's cool. Uh, Laperriere, that seems, uh, that's always seemed to be the reasoning. He's here. He's good with the kids. He kind of gets to play good cop, uh, like when uh, Ghost and uh, 
Konechny were getting healthy scratched a couple times a few years ago, you know, they would, that would happen and they'd be upset. They're young kids. They're getting scratched probably for, for the first time in their lives. And, uh, you know, Lappy was allegedly the guy who would go up and put their shoulder, you know, arm around the shoulder and get to play good cop after, after that. So if he gets to, maybe he'd be better uh, in that kind of capacity in the AHL with a team of, uh, you know, kids that need more mentoring than uh, coaching. Cause um, whatever he's good at, it isn't coaching a penalty kill, but they killed a penalty tonight. Think Raffle resigns? I don't. They have so many. Um, they have a lot of guys uh, coming up for RFA that I just don't think. I, I, I like Raffle. You know, I'm uh, I, 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 I'm fine with Raffle uh, as a fourth liner, but you just have other guys who can do what he does. You know, I'm hoping Albe Kubel and Vorobiev, like all those guys kind of step up into roles and maybe another young guy or two uh, in the organization somewhere make this team. I just don't see room for Raffle. Um, you know, yeah. Lawton's an RFA. Konechny's an RFA. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, Provorov and Sanheim, both RFA. Stoli is an RFA. So, yeah, they got uh, – I just I, – I think it's just going to be one of those thank you for your service kind of, uh, kind of things. I, I don't see – I just don't see room for him more than anything. Haig played good D today. Got to have that good D. Stolars and Sandstrom next year. I was looking up Sandstrom's numbers the other day, and they didn't appear to be great. Um I want him here just so I can call him Felix the Cat. Like, I would love that. Uh, yeah, 897 save percentage so far this year in only nine games, but that is not great. Not great. I theorized that demon or whatever it was that possessed Weiss on that breakaway goal uh, some games ago, decided he liked his vessel and made him good. I like this, whatever this demon inside him is. I hope it never leaves, or if it does, he's off the team. When it does, I'm fine with that. If he is possessed by a demon, uh, maybe it's a uh, Latera, Latera delivered demon. Stoli was calm in the net. There are a bunch of rebounds, but most went to the corner of a friend or a friendly stick. Yeah, I think that was a real good game for him to build on. I want to see more. I want to see more Anthony Stolars. I want him to have this job until someone steals it from him or he just, you know, that's someone steals it from him. That's what I want to say. I want to say someone else has like three shutouts as a backup and they make him the starter. That's the only – I want to see him because – well, you're going to put Neuvert in at some point. Like, that is a waste of everyone's time. Baby boy Sandheim saving that goal. He did, uh, clearing that one out there. Bill, we have one line and Dale Weiss. Lawton was great tonight, loved his game. Uh, the way Weiss is playing has given me Talbot flashbacks. Not a, um, not a terrible comparison. Not, I can see that. Uh... That's kind of what they need. Um, so I got to – my damn – okay. Charger was stuck under my chair. There we go. Um, outside of good, his penalty at end of second, dude leveled Crosby a couple, to couple times, and he did uh, – has been doing such a great job so all, all season so far. I love Radko, man, and this is the kind of Radko I want. I want physical, mean Radko. That penalty – the penalty at the end of the second, I have no problem with it. Deck, stick up for your teammates, hit a guy, just show them you're not going to be pushed around. I have no problem, even with that penalty at the end of the second. AMAC looked good by eye and score sheet. Can't believe I said that. Yeah, he had a couple Andrew McDonald-like plays, but that's to be expected. He is, in fact, Andrew McDonald. Uh, overall, I mean, you can't argue with, uh, with, the stat, with the stat line, you know, the three assists, and they beat the Penguins. So it's good. It's good stuff. Love good is taking the body clean. Yeah, when you get good Radko, it's fun to watch. He's, he's a lot of fun. 
I get AMAC did well tonight, but he's inconsistent. If he stayed consistent, it'd be a, well, I mean, he's not that good. He just had a good game tonight. That's all anyone's saying. He's not that good of a player. Voracek had a strong game tonight. Yeah, it was it was nice he got rewarded with that empty net goal because I thought he really worked tonight because there's just some nights you get frustrated with Jake and it just doesn't look like he's moving his feet. But it felt like he, like, made a – he's one of the guys I looked at that I was thinking, oh, this team is engaged. Like, even if someone, um, you know, knocked the puck away from him, he'd get it back and he'd be battling. And he, he made some second-chance things happen. Uh, that set up for uh, the Giroux goal was, was really nice. Um, yeah, I was really, really happy with Jake tonight. Maybe he wants to stay after all. It was refreshing to see Giroux on the score sheet. Haven't seen many goals out of him lately. He's not a scorer. He's going to, you know, have be, he's going to be streaky. Uh, he'll probably have one on Thursday too. You know, uh, th that's just what happens. He's, he's always looking to distribute first. Um, I was look, I was actually thinking about that today, and I looked up his numbers, just thinking maybe moving the wing. He took more shots or something last year. That's how he ended up getting the what was it, thirty four goals he scored. Was what was his number last year? I think it was thirty four. Look this up real fast. Yeah, thirty four. And I was like, oh yeah, he probably just took a ton of shots, moved the wing. No, one hundred and ninety three shots last year. Uh, his fewest since. He had won 37 in 2013, but that was the lockout. Um, 169. He had 169 in 2010-11 when, you know, Richards was or Richards and Carter were still here. So his lowest since then, 193 shots last year. He just shot 17.6%, which is well above his 11.3 career average. Uh, yeah, but he's not – he's going to score some goals. He gets you, you know, 20, 25, but – the 34 last year, I don't think that's who he really is. It was a phenomenal year, and if it is, awesome, cool. Uh, but I, you know, that's not really his. Uh... Gord Murphy, secret agent. Maybe he was just the problem the whole time. Maybe that was it, and they're a good team now. Quenville and Yeiserman, yeah, why not? Uh, I still think Nylander gets traded and doesn't start next season on the Leafs. I wonder. Um, I think they're trying to keep this whole thing together. There's a lot of there's a lot of ways they can make it work. I really don't think there's that big of a. Um, that's a smart front office, and I think both sides are. I think it's overblown the amount of. Uh, just the amount of. Um, like contention there was uh, between the two sides. I really do. Uh, I won't be surprised if he gets traded, but if I had to bet, I would bet he uh, he stays a Leaf. I think Pronger would make a better GM than Coach, but after some experience as a GM, I uh, I'm good on former players, man. I'm I'm done with it. Um, I love Chris Pronger when when the Flyers got Pronger in '09. Um, like I was TO level excited. Like that's how I felt. I I've I loved Chris Pronger as a player. Um, those playoff runs, uh, watching him in St. Louis when he was just a machine playing God knows how. And a lot of a lot of his career, they weren't even tracking TOI. But man, he was a machine on those runs. And then that who didn't love that Edmonton team? Like that Edmonton team that went to the final with Jason Smith. Oh my God, those oily bastards! They just like they looked like greasy fishermen. Like, they, they they belonged on an oil rig or something. I don't know. Uh, I, I really like that Oilers team. And then he wins in Anaheim. Should have been the Conn Smythe winner, but they weren't going to give it to a guy who got suspended. And then he comes here, takes us to the freaking final in his only healthy season. So, I love Pronger. I just – I'm good on it. I want somebody – and of all the guys who are, like, former Flyers, he is from the most outside the bubble. Like he, he works in Florida's front office. He worked for the league. You know, uh, he – Started his career in Hartford, played in Edmonton, played in St. Louis, played in Anaheim. So it's not like he's Bobby Clark, who is Mr. Flyer. But I'm just good on it. You know, I'm over it. Hey, Bill, what can Hack do to get uh, Ghost and Provorov playing better? I don't – this isn't – I don't think this is a coach thing. I think the thing – 
the thing the coach has to do maybe is just pump them up. Uh, just keep putting them out there. Like Provorov is still playing the same number of minutes he was, and I think that's good. Uh, I, I wish Sanheim and Gudis could get some of those minutes, but I also just want Provorov and Ghost. I want them to play through it. I just you're going to be okay. You're fine. You're good hockey players. You'll get through a bad stretch. That's all. I think G called JVR a pigeon. He might have. I uh, guess I got to be sick and not watch games. Seems to work for some odd reason. Hey, man, got to get sick. You got to get sick. Sid needs to lose his stash. He, I mean, not all of us can pull it off. You know, it's, uh, it's a skill. Sanheim ice time a joke. He was solid. Uh, there's I'm looking at it two ways. I want Sanheim and Gudis as a pairing to play more. But and it's I keep going back because you can't go back and fix last year, so I guess I shouldn't look at it this way, but like this is what you should have been doing with Sanheim last year. Shelter him, keep him in his role. He plays well, and you just pump him up and go, good job, kid, and keep him as an effective third-pair defenseman if that's what uh, you know if that's what you're going to do, rather than bench him and scratch him for you know weeks on end, send him back to the AHL and all that nonsense. Um, but as much as I want him playing more, since you didn't do that last year, I get the idea of. Okay, he's being he's he's successful. He's uh, playing well in this role. Let's keep him in this role and really build his confidence and expand it as the season goes on. Maybe in the second half they kind of maybe uh, start giving him more ice time. I don't know. I, I wish he was playing more, but I also kind of get the idea of you're doing really well well in this role. Let's keep you in this role. Wyshynski totally trashed Hacks and, uh, Hack and Hexy on the radio yesterday. I was a bit surprised how in favor of the firing he was. Everyone's got their opinion. I like Wish. He's pretty good. Um, you know, you, you hope to see some results, you know, and as much as Hextall once say he was working on some things, I don't believe it because you've done nothing. You've done nothing this whole time, and he keeps throwing up this. It's a real straw man. Well, I'm not going to trade for a 35-year-old. He kept saying, I'm not going to you know, get a guy in a mid-30s with in his mid-30s with term on his deal. No one's saying get someone who's 35, dude. People are saying get someone who's 27, 28, and good. Like, you know, help the team now. We have all these picks, all these prospects. Parting with one isn't going to kill you. Like, yes, you need to keep the cupboard stocked and you need to bring be able to bring up some of these guys to keep injecting youth into the roster because, you know, at a certain point, you have to be able to do that. But, like, it, it, identify the guys who are going to be core pieces and then say, all right, I can use these other ones to improve the team now, you know? And he, he seemed unwilling to do that. This summer is going to be interesting with five or six expiring contracts. Any thoughts? Uh, you know, I thought I, I thought I knew how it was going to go when, um, when, uh, when Hextall was here, but they kind of threw a monkey wrench in that today. And I'm sitting there watching the Sharks game thinking, man, the Flyers, the team that wants to make the big splash, he's going to be there. He's going to be there. Carlson's not having as bad of a year as you've heard. Uh, if you haven't watched the team, he's, it's not, he's been pretty good. But I, I think most of the um, – I think the UFAs all go to finish answering your question about the expiring contracts. Um, I think Simmons is gone. Tara is definitely gone. Uh, and Raffle, I think those are your only forward UFAs. Don't think you have any on defense other than Folin. Uh, and both goalies are obviously gone. Um, so they're going to have, you know, some spots to fill, obviously, but they're going to have all the money in the world to do it. Bummed Rubstav got hurt. I was sure he was going to make the team next year. He still could. Come in, have a strong camp. You know, there's going to be roster spots open, like I just said. Um, uh, very few guys are locks on this team right now, other than, you know, the core. And who knows what the new GM is going to do with the core. 
Sandstrom's putting it together more recently. That's good to know. Fun fact, Pittsburgh leads the league in shorties allowed this season. Puck-moving teams will give up shorthanded goals. Uh, like the, That's why I hate how the Flyers generate their um, – generate their power play only from the half wall. You know, I get it. You have Giroux, but man, go behind the net too. Cause you're just asking for trouble when everything's so high in the zone. Uh, I, I really, really hate that. Um, being, having everything all the way up there, you're, you're asking for trouble. And that's probably what happens with Pitt a lot too. Cause they're confident puck movers. Um, they get you going side to side and they put those pretty tic-tac-toe goals together, but you know, hit someone in the shin pads and it's a two on O. I think we just have a lot of guys having off years. It happens. Uh, yeah, I mean, Proverov and Ghost, number one and number two example. Um, those are, I mean, they're having bad years. They could turn it around tomorrow. All of a sudden they wake up, feel good, play a good game on Thursday, and everything's fine. But it's not good. Radko came up huge tonight. Amac is earning that $25 million, $30 million, Never forget. Keep in mind, AMAC was Homer's idea. Oh, we know. We know. Is TK hitting his stride with his intermission comments and his play in the last handful of games seems to be building to something special? Well, please let this be a thing. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. It was not long ago. Uh, I said my biggest disappointment of the year so far was Travis Konechny. I just really, really, really thought he was going to take off and be like a star uh, for this team. And... Um, just not not the case to start the year, and it was really – that was a – I thought it was killing him. But I think he has five goals in his last six games now, and he's starting to get it going. That line is – is it was it was slow going for a little bit with that top line. It was like, oh, shit, is this is this an issue? But they uh, they seem to have it going now, so uh, I'm pretty happy about it. It's I love watching – I like watching the, those guys play because they, they just all, like, fit. It's just three pieces that fit really well together. It's three guys that can play well in the neutral zone, three guys who are tougher than you think. Uh, they win puck battles. They get to pucks. They, they move them. Um, I, I just like the composition of that line, and I'm happy to see it producing again. Simmons just said he asked Alexiak for the fight and was happy he obliged. He's a big boy, but I knew I could handle him. I, I wouldn't say you handled him, Wayne. I would say you did well for yourself. Um, you know, it's just a real mismatch. Uh, he uh, Simmons did fine. Uh, uh, sometimes you lose a fight and it doesn't. Think about, never forget Max Talbot. You know, he took the beating and what happened? Uh, and Simmons did not get beaten up nearly that badly. It was not that one-sided. Don't get me wrong. He got some shots in and held his own, sure. Alexiak's just a big freaking dude. What do you think about maybe trading for Carlson? I don't see the Sharks doing that. They'll owe Ottawa an extra first-round pick. Um, and this, no, just... I, eh. I would, I'd love Eric Carlson. I, I do, but I, no, I, I just don't see it happening. I don't see the Sharks doing it. No one connected to this organization whatsoever for head coach or GM. I agree. Going to be tough paying all those Leafs. I think there's a way to do it. Like, Nylander didn't get eight, you know? He got 6.9 for... You just bought a guy's a 22-year-old with back-to-back 61-point seasons. You you just bought his prime for under $7 million. Um, I, I, I think the math is going to work out. Don't forget the cap is going to continue to go up. And don't forget what these contracts are going to look like in a few years. It, yes, today, you know, you look at it and go, oh, he's only a 60-point guy. It's not like he's a 75-, 80-point guy. He's not yet, and the cap is what it is now. Like, it's – they're about to get $650 million from Seattle uh, to split amongst the teams, you know. Um, uh, it's going to be tough, but also remember, 
think about like what Detroit did in their days and um, what Chicago did. Charlie always calls it the pyramid scheme, the Chicago pyramid scheme, where you could do things like, hey, Brad Richards, come here for one year and get a ring. You know, and you get him for one year, one million when he's worth four years, three million and that sort of thing. Notice we got a back-to-back -back next weekend. Is Stoli getting both games or what's going to happen there? I mean, got to get through Thursday first. I have no idea what they're going to do. It depends on what happens in the first game. I mean, if the other team has 22 shots on that, yeah, you, you play Stoli again. But get through Thursday first before you get to Saturday, Sunday. Any update on Stadium Series jerseys? I haven't seen anything. I'm telling you, it's going to be for Christmas. They're going to get them out for Christmas. Bill, should we feel good about Chuck Fletcher being the front runner? Apparently, the Fletcher family and Q are tight. Sounds like a package deal, but his tenure in uh, Minnesota is pretty basic at best. I, I don't... Like, I guess you look at guys' tendencies and whatever, but they have a different ownership situation than I, I – I'm not – I'd be more excited by uh, Bill Zito. You know, I just think that would be a more exciting, uh, more fun hire, like more just an unknown going in a different direction. But I, it's not about, to me, what a guy's done in the past. It's simply about when he sits down with Holmgren and Dave Scott and whoever else – and says, this is my plan. Like, I, I think whoever just has the best plan should get the job. Because it's about moving this team forward, not about what you did in Minnesota three years ago. And apparently the Parisian suitor contracts were uh, a lot like the Briz deal, where it's the owner was like, hey, you need to do this. The hometown boys want to play here. This is going to be huge for season tickets. You know, I think it was kind of one of those things. Um that's the and that's just what I've read. I don't know that to be a fact, but I've seen it in multiple places that the Suter and Parisi contracts were kind of um, an ownership mandated thing more so than Chuck Fletcher going out and going, oh, I need to give out hundred million dollar deals to these two guys. Uh, Hexy always said he was open to a good deal, but he never found that good deal. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm. You know, I I don't know what it, he never did anything. That's he he made some good trades. He did when he was selling and looking for assets. He was real good at that. Um, you know, the trade for Wheel. You get him in a pick for two guys who couldn't play anymore, and Shen and LeCavalier. That was awesome. Uh, even that, but he just you can't do nothing. You know, yeah. You need to do better, and he just did nothing. Would like to see a few more performances, but Stoli should be the backup behind whoever our main guy ends up being, whether that be Moose or barring a trade by the new GM. He looked good in there, not shaky or unsure like Picks did in every appearance he made. Um, I, I, you can't ride Elliott as a number one. He's going to get hurt again. He's got, he's got core muscle issues. He's not going to be healthy. He's not going to be able to stay healthy for any length of time. Uh, so you're going to have to manage him. So if, if, if it's Moose and uh, Stolarz in a tandem, I have no problem with that. I hope this is a building block for Stolarz to take off because it's his job until he loses it as far as I'm concerned right now. And that could be as soon as Thursday. You know, that could be in <laughs> It could be whenever. But it's his job until he it looks like he doesn't deserve it as far as I'm concerned. I think that draft day trade was for Eric Carlson. It could have been. Um, you know, Hextall said he was working on some big stuff. I, everyone's got a, everyone's got excuses. It was a big price. No, it wasn't. Not not compared to what's if San if what San Jose gave up for him is what you call a big price. I, good. I'm glad he's not here anymore. Free agency, Carlson, Stone, Bob. Oh, I was watching that. I was watching the Sharks. Uh, I was watching the – oh, man, I'm real stuffed up all of a sudden. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I was watching the Sharks Ottawa game today. Uh, it was Carlson's homecoming, and like obviously, I just love Eric Carlson. I'm just a big fan. But goddamn, would Mark Stone look good in a Flyers jersey? Oh my god. Oh, he's gonna get like nine million, but I think he's worth it. The Sharks look kind of old. They do. Uh, Joe Thornton scored a power play goal like after he'd already left the game twice. It, like that dude's just like a he's like a Michael Neuvert, but he can get himself out there again. Uh, he was, I swear to God, he was like, oh yeah, and Joe Thornton missing from the bench again, and then there's a power play, and he went out and he had a slam dunk goal. It's like what? what? I thought he was hurt. Uh, your stash is on point, brother. Thank you, TJ. Thank you. Who do you prefer, Fletcher or Zito? I much prefer Zito. Um, Greeley, I think, uh, the dude in Columbus is interesting as well. Um, but it's, I, like, I just, this is just based on their background and everything and just what I find interesting. I don't know who's best. Uh, and it's really about what they say in the interview and what their plan is. That's That's all there is to it for me. We need clones of TK made. I would find that I would find that a lot of fun. Just so you know, spending money doesn't fix anything. The Blues added like crazy this offseason. They look atrocious and are losing 5-1 to the Yotes right now. Yes, I mean, yeah, good players never fix anything. Yes, teams that have spent have sometimes not been good, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't try to add good players. You should go get good players every time. The Tarasenko thing is interesting, though. That is interesting, Jason. It's Management isn't apparently, uh, you know, reportedly, management isn't crazy about Tarasenko. They're not shopping him, but if you were to call up with an offer, they'd pick up the phone. Patrick has to realize he's a shooter, look at Ovi, Carter, et cetera, get the puck shoot, do it 10 times a game. I would like to see him shoot just to – I feel like they're playing the pass on him and he's trying to force stuff. Uh, he had some – he looked like a good distributor early, and it's just like he's became a distributor. And I don't know, man, watching his juniors' highlights, it looked like he would shoot off the rush. He would do a lot of different things uh, that I just haven't seen yet. And granted, it's year two. And we just have really high expectations because recently highly drafted guys have come in and made huge impacts. Um, but, you know, on the whole, your prime is 24, 25 to 28, 29. You know, it's it's not right away. Um, I would like him to be a superstar right now. But just think about Sean Couturier. And Couturier did one thing super effectively. So his lack of offense was uh, forgivable. But look at Couturier and what he, what it, how long it took for him to break out. And I'm not saying it's going to take Patrick that long, but I'm, it could. It could. Don't know if it's been asked uh, through the show. Has Hex's post-firing press conference changed your views on the whole situation? I, you know, I, my view on the situation the whole time has been it's a mixed bag. Um, if he was just, I, I, I don't believe things people say in the microphones. That's I, I, if you say it on TV, I don't believe it. Uh, that's just rule number one for me. Everyone's got their own spin. Um, he, I like the job he did to build up. The assets, man. I, I, I like the prospect pool. I like all the picks. I, I like the cap space. All that stuff is good. I want the team to be better, and they're, you know, what are they, 500 now? Game under? You're supposed to be better at this point. I thought a lot of his answers were kind of um, just the way he presented them. Like, oh, and it took Chicago this amount of time to do this. Yeah, it took them that many years to win the cup, but you know they also went to a Western Conference final before that, and like it wasn't. Oh yeah, they were bad for five years and then they were good. Like it was like they got better incrementally. You you, you could have done things like that.
I can't imagine they'd be wearing the same st- stadium series jerseys again. I can't because uh, they wore them today. I, I can't imagine that they would pass on an opportunity to sell more shit to people because what well, that's why that's the whole point of these outdoor games is to sell shit to people. I'm not bending over backwards for Coach Q. Retreads don't usually work. It's more about situation fit than anything. Example A, Laviolette. I mean, Laviolette was a was a retread. It's, guys like it depends on guys like them are coaches for good teams. I mean, I don't know anyone can win with a good team. No, they can't. No, they can't. Because there's plenty of good teams that don't do shit. Or you look at the situation like in St. Louis, where they have a ton of good players and no coach. And, uh, you know, they suck. Um, the Flyers, for instance. Uh, but it, it depends on what the GM sees as the situation for this team, like you said. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of talk. Talk to anyone in Chicago. Um, Q isn't the best coach for young guys. He tends to do things like, I don't know, play Brandon Manning over Travis Sanheim. Like, that wouldn't be out of the question. And Mike Babcock does shit like that, too. Like like I always say, all coaches are bad. Get rid of hockey coaches altogether. But since everyone insists on having them, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I would love – I would enjoy Q. I, I would be excited if they hired him. But I, there's a lot that goes into it. It's just, okay, they're going all in, that means. That means it's time to go win right now and make some trades, do whatever you have to do. That means we're hitting the ground running and it's time to go compete uh, if you hire Q, in my opinion. We don't need a GM like Fletcher who will cave to upper management. Do we want Holmgren and Scott making decisions? The last time Holmgren was in this position, he did a hell of a job, so I wouldn't hate that. Uh, I mean, you got to do what your owner says. You work for him, or you get fired and someone else does what the owner says. Uh, if, if that's just the way it goes, that's the way it goes. Um, I have no idea what kind of GM Chuck Fletcher will be here because I don't know what his plan's going to be. Let's scroll down, guys. We're already over an hour here. Um, Chicago also bottomed out. We never did. Uh, Chicago was just in a much different situation. There are different ways to do it. And with all the assets the Flyers have now, they didn't need to. And by taking the gamble that Giroux was still going to be good, and it really was just injury and, and situation that was looking, making it look like he was in decline, um, you don't need a first overall pick. It's nice to have those guys. You know, it would be great. Um, but most of them aren't Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid, you know. Um, you're in a situation now where you can get – you can put pieces together, both the guys you've drafted, integrating the youth, and spending some of those assets to go out and get other good veterans uh, and, you know, making trades. You're in a situation where you can put this together. It is very doable. Uh, no matter what about the last, let's call it, 12 months of Hextall's tenure, no matter what about that, you know, let's go from the 10-game losing streak up until now of Hextall's tenure. Um, no matter what you say about that, the table is set for the next guy to be able to get this thing going and get it going quickly, and you won't have to sell the farm to do it. That was the other thing about Hextall, talking about, oh, well, you know, we're just not in a situation where we can sell the farm. No one was asking you to sell the farm. No one was saying trade everybody. That wasn't on the table. Just like, I'm not going to go get a 35-year-old with term on his contract. No one was telling you to do that. You can go out and get guys who are 28. Like that's totally normal. That's it's not gonna kill you to go get a guy who's twenty eight years old, twenty eight years old, making seven million bucks. And I know it's not going to kill you because then you did it this summer in JVR. Like it's, it, I, I was, I got very frustrated by some of his comments in that presser because he was setting up arguments like to fit his narrative, and it like okay, yeah, but that's not the actual case. You know, I I got frustrated by it again. Happy with the things Hextall did to get us here, but 
Let's win now. I'm tired of it. Let's freaking win games, guys. You know it was fun? Watching that game because they won and they played great. That's what I want to see. As great as trusting the process was, I'd much rather watch winning games. Did you watch that Sixers game last night? Of course you did because they're fun to watch. All right, guys. That is just about all the time. Oh, yeah, we're at an hour five. Uh, that's about all the time I have for you this evening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining me, hanging out. Uh, it's always a blast, especially after a win, and it's always great after they beat the freaking Penguins. Uh, if you're not a subscriber already, subscribe to Broad Street Hockey on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all those damn places with podcasts because we're on all of them. Uh, look us up. Give us that five-star review, you know, write nice things about us. Thank you very much for hanging out. My name is Bill Matz. Have a great week, everybody. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, Maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.